we are recording the podcast and going live on Instagram right now. Right. For exactly. anyone who's watching and hearing us. And hearing um, us later. Time yeah. machine. Yeah. So we're going to talk about a lot of things today, but obviously there's lots to discuss with coronavirus and social media and how brands and influencers are kind of managing this new reality. Um, yeah. So yeah. we wanted to kind of talk about like some interesting things we're seeing in the world. Um, and if you guys have questions too, we would love to hear them. Um, anything you're kind of working through as a brand or business, we want to help. Um, okay, so where where should we start first? Should we talk about some brands well, or businesses? Yeah, like what stuff have you been seeing that you like? Like you're doing dance parties. Like there was that like Dave Matthews concert yesterday. There was like the what John was Legend that? concert. I oh, I saw that. all these people. Um, tweeting about like a date Dave Matthews did like a concert um there's been like so many webinars yeah and live streams like what have you what content have you seen that you like thought that you liked was either like helpful or like entertaining or like you thought Mm -hmm. they did a good job and what have you seen that's like not been good I've been noticing what influencers are doing um oh yeah specifically like like fashion and beauty influencers I think fashion Mm -hmm. is something that is a really difficult thing to do right now beauty's a little different because yeah. people like they want that content you can still buy beauty products like skincare and in do particular tutorial like tutorials has always been a thing like you're at home yeah. playing around like it's like a bit bedroom. of an escape yeah yeah it's I feel like beauty's always been like but that. fashion is interesting because we're like people aren't going out to wear things but also yeah. like people aren't really going to be spending in the way that they were specifically with like luxury fashion mm-hmm. um, and beauty is always you always talk about like the lipstick index like actually beauty products are things that people continue to buy in a recession because they're like well I can't afford those shoes afford those shoes or that yeah. purse but like I can afford the lipstick so that's what I'm gonna buy so beauty tends to actually like yeah continue to do well even in like really yeah. poor economic um situations yeah so I was actually just listening to a uh, webinar in the background today that Four Card was doing, or Four, I guess is their name, F O H R. And they had on some influencers like Grace Atwood and Chriselle Lim, um, uh-huh. who were talking about just how they've been like dealing with this. A lot of obviously like brand campaigns are put on hold right now, but also yeah. like how they're talking about this. And Chriselle Lim is, she started as sort of like an OG fashion influencer and now is a mother and has like a couple of kids and her content is sort of split between like young girls who like look to her for fashion inspiration and also like moms and people who are like juggling families. And she kind of talked about the fact that like she's, you know, dealing with this new reality of running her business and also working from home and her whole family is there, which is like a new reality for her. So she's kind of talking about those hard things. Whereas Grace Atwood was like, I really want to just like my, my followers are telling me that they like come to me as sort of like a release and an escape. So I'm like talking more about like books I'm reading and like shows I'm watching and kind of like keeping it light. Yeah. Um, which I thought was mm-hmm. interesting. Which is a perfect example of what I was talking about, which is like, how is Krizel going to do like a, sh- even if her home is beautiful and her yard is beautiful and she's like in LA. Yeah. It's like without her nanny and her like photographer, like how mm-hmm. is she going to create that type of content that she's typically creating where Grace is like someone who is probably like, um, has a lot more opportunities. Like one, because she's like single, but also the type of content she talks about is a lot more about like, 
like what mm-hmm. she's reading and like that's yeah. what her podcast is about and like it's yeah. just really interesting how different types of influencers are gonna mm-hmm. like thrive or like potentially have to adapt yeah. based on like who their audience is and like the type of content they usually create. Vanessa actually posted about this influencer on her stories and I need to get the name of this influencer but she is like um I think she just has you know a fashion beauty lifestyle blog and Instagram account um and she started to focus her content on like highlighting the health professionals who are like on the front lines of this. Yeah, I love and that. And we're like really that. giving them a voice, which I thought was a really like smart way and like authentic way to yeah. talk about this. Like the women and men who are really like like doing this work and like saving lives every day. Yeah. I was actually really struggling to find like where to donate and how to help. Yeah. Which I feel like happens a lot of time like in like acts of God like disasters. So it's like not that anyone's in, I'm not even talking about people who are like intentionally being misleading, like, which mm-hmm. I'm sure is out there, but that's not what I mean. But it's just like, everyone's like, okay, I'm going to, we're going to make masks. Like we're like mm-hmm. turning our ateliers and our factories into like um, spaces to manufacture masks. And I'm just like, I don't know enough to know, like, yeah, can those masks be used? Like, do these mm-hmm. people have the right connections so they know what they're doing? You know, and then yeah. there's like... Um, so that was, like, one thing I was, like, I really want to donate and, like, contribute and to um, getting better equipment for healthcare workers. But it was, like, really – I spent a lot of time, like, trying to figure out, like, the best source. And you actually yeah. sent me something mm-hmm. from Mount Sinai. And then yeah. actually one of my dad's friends um, is a surgeon at the hospital in Detroit. And he's mm-hmm. working on something. But, like, I find that sometimes difficult when you want to help everybody and, like, yeah. you want to donate money and you, like, don't know. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. So like I found a couple and then like, you know, what it, what I ended up doing, which I think is probably good advice for myself and others are like, go to the charities that you tend to support anyway. And in like a global crisis like this, they're going to be doing something like Little yeah. Essentials is like a, a group I talk about mm-hmm. a lot on my Instagram yeah. that I always support that does like um, helps provide uh, resources for like mothers and children in New York and like they're giving to people in New York who you know, are, are homeless right now or whatever. And so, like, I I've, took me a little while to figure that out, but I like that some influencers – like, if there was an influencer I trusted mm-hmm. who was like, this is a group I know, yeah. like, you're looking for that right now, totally. I think. Totally. Nicolette Mason, who we know, she has also been doing a really good job at providing people with, like, more information on how they can help, mm-hmm. Um you know, from people who are actually, like, on the front lines of this, but also, like, acknowledging that a lot of small businesses are suffering during this time and, like, ways that you can support them. Um, Right. Which I want to get to, but, like, so have Mm -hmm. you, like, I haven't attended any of the content that, like, I'm a member of Chief. Like, I haven't attended any of those webinars or, like, haven't attended anything Mm -hmm. from the wing. Like, I feel like I haven't had time. Yeah. I'm sure some people's jobs, like, maybe they're finding themselves like less busy because of this because of the type of business they're in but for us it's like the busiest I I we've been in ever and like (laughs) you know every we're trying to like support all the wedding businesses and it's like stressful and like Mm -hmm. I don't feel like I have time to like participate in things yeah and then by the time like the day is over I'm the more type of person I just want to like watch tv like a tv yeah. show rather than like a live dave matthews Learn. concert but a lot of my friends are like talking about dj d nice and all that yeah. stuff so like what do you yeah. what else have you been attending that you like yeah so i'm a member of the wing and i've just been like from a like 
business perspective, curious to see how yeah, they are like course. pivoting because their mm-hmm. events are so core to what they do. Mm-hmm. Um, and they've basically been taking a lot of their events and like doing them online through just like Zoom. Um, and I've just like tuned in to a few over the past two weeks. Um, there was like a meditation session. There was like a yoga class and they did it yeah. on Zoom and like people could you could actually see everybody participating, which is kind of cool. I like saw I think that. a lot yeah. of fitness brands are doing that and it's like a really neat kind of community thing. Yeah. And I watched Allison Roman like cooking like a pantry staple I like pasta dish, which was yeah. fun. And you know, it's funny, like I think a lot of this content would kind of not necessarily perform if it were another if yeah. we weren't going through this. But it feels yeah. I mentioned this before, it feels very like Kind of like social media 1.0 when like all we knew were like tuning into webinars to learn about things. It was like before experiential marketing was a thing. It was before like places like The Wing existed. Um, And it feels like now that they're like people are at home, brands are jumping on that opportunity, um, which I think is like goes back to like meeting people where they are. But to your point, not everybody is like, available like half of the world is kind of like they have all this free time and they maybe are single or like don't have other responsibilities and they're like oh I can like tune into a concert or like watch someone like cook something that I can make at home and then like the other half is like my entire family is like in my house all at once and I'm like dealing with you know tons of kids and like it's like a lot And also, like, I think, but the thing I think is so interesting, too, is it's, like, right, okay, there's, like, exercise classes that you would normally do offline, or, like, maybe you would watch Allison Roman cook anyway, but maybe Mm -hmm. that wouldn't be your top thing you'd spend time on, to your point. But, like, I feel like what's also been so interesting is, like, Dash Hudson, who we're obsessed with, did a webinar today, and, like, maybe they do webinars anyway, but it, like, more caught my attention, or Rachel Mm -hmm. Rachel Tipograph was, like, we decided to do a webinar, and, like, we're going to do a course, um like a workshop for filmmakers and it's like we could do that anyway we've always talked about doing that anyway it would probably perform well anyway Mm -hmm. but now we're like well we need to like not just find ways to connect with people because we connect always with our community online it's not that it's like our community's struggling yeah it's like our filmmakers are like losing weddings and we have to help them or Rachel Mm -hmm. Tipograph's like okay my brand's that our Micmac customers are struggling. I have to help them. So I feel like that's the second type of content is like everybody's business is in trouble. Nothing is really changing from like the core values of what we are doing. It's just now we have to kind of like change slightly the way that we market during like harder times. But we're still like everything we do is still like providing value every single time we publish, every time we talk to our audience. But it's just like even more impactful and important now to do that. And I think that applies to like all brands, like also just like remembering like what you're good at and acknowledging that. And like also acknowledging the world is a different place right now, but continuing to just like have that mindset that like everything you post, just make sure it's like not tone deaf. Make sure it's like. Yeah, so let's talk about that. Yeah. There's like two things that I've seen that feel really tone deaf. So one is like, I feel like this is really specific to weddings, but there were some brands that it took a little bit of time for them to just to be like, you can't have your wedding right now. Yeah. And like, that was like upsetting to me is that people were like, I saw this webinar the other day, this live, and they were like, here's how to hold like a social distanced wedding. Like, don't have a buffet. Like, 
serve plated food instead. And I was like, what are you talking about? Like, you can't have a party right now. Like, what? Yeah, that's like, like irresponsible. That's irresponsible. And then I also feel like there were some, again, like wedding newsletters and brands are the thing I look at the closest. And like, there were some that were just going out and the content wasn't bad content, but they didn't have any sort of like header or like disclaimer being like, mm-hmm. we know that you might be like struggling to like reschedule your wedding right now. Or we know that like, just this might not be the most important thing in your life right now. Yeah. Like it just feels so, it actually feels completely tone deaf to me. Even like the new emails I'm getting from like the gap to be totally honest yes, with you. Completely. It feels it's- crazy to me that not every single one of their emails doesn't have a header. That's like, mm-hmm. we know that this is like not important right now, right. but like you still might need a sweatshirt. So we're sending it to like, I feel like yeah. you have to like caveat everything right now. Everything. And it's like, the thing that's so interesting about this is it's not like, Like, I remember around, um, not to get, like, political, but, like, around the 2016 election, like, that was a huge, like, shift in, like, American society and also, like, the world. But, like, you know, if you were a regular brand, you weren't necessarily going to talk about that because it's political. And there were some people that were happy with the, like, it was, like, a divided. For some people, it was, like, they woke up the next day, like, in such a deep depression and some people were like happy. Yeah. And then there was a shift of brands who, you know, did talk about it and did see success of that. And that the wing started at a time when yeah, right. like just everything sort of aligned, but this is something that's like affecting every single human who lives on the planet right now. Yeah. You know, I know it feels crazy to send any sort of communication. Like every newsletter yeah. we're sending, we're like, we know that things are crazy right now. We're hoping, we hope you're doing as well as can be expected. Like you have to acknowledge that the world is different right now. And if you don't, it's like weird. Right. And so I think that's really interesting, like to sort of close the loop on the content conversation. It's like, there's sort of these different buckets, right? It's like people are consuming content they would anyway, but like maybe a certain group of people have like more time to do it. Like Netflix, like books, Mm -hmm. like podcasts. Although what's so interesting is I'm such a big podcast listener. And like, I literally haven't listened to a podcast in like two weeks because normally I either listen to them when I'm walking Uh or like I'll listen to a podcast like in the evening after the baby's gone to sleep while I'm like doing chores or something. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I'm not even doing that like normal thing because I just like can't, stop working or like trying to like organize things in my life that are like totally upended we don't have like set routines right now I mean maybe like it does feel very much like Groundhog Day every single day but like it's not the typical like routines that we had you know three weeks ago which I feel like podcasts are like part of people's routines yeah so I feel like there's some of that I have to say like while we're touching on it I started um some like content that I recommend like, mm-hmm. the Love Story TV videos are bringing me, like, even more joy than ever before. My Twitter me feed too. is such, like, a stressful, horrible place. Yeah. And, like, honestly, so is Instagram. And, like, getting wedding videos in there is, like, making me so happy. And then there's, like, we talked about all this, like, educational content, which is, like, sort of interesting. Like, could have been happening anyway. Yeah, exactly. Like, our webinar for filmmakers, like, could happen anyway. Like, um... Mm-hmm. And, but that, there's also, like, corona-specific, you know, but still, like, hosting workshops and webinars for your community is probably a thing you should do anyway. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about, like, how some brands or businesses, their 
whole like operations are literally on hold right now because of yeah. coronavirus. I've seen um, some interesting things. Yeah. What what have you seen of brands like that are doing interesting things? And also like I'm thinking a lot about the obviously restaurant and bar industry yeah. who they literally like they can't really operate unless they, you know, interestingly like food delivery is booming right now. But yeah. things like bars, like what can you do in a time like this? And they're also being impacted by, like, having to lay people off. I know. So one thing that I saw um, that I thought was really good. So the restaurant group, um, they have Pier 25, Marina, Island Oyster, Pilot, Grand Banks. It's all, like, um, there's, like, two restaurants in the city that are, like, on boats. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know that they have a restaurant group. It's Miles. It's the guys who own it are Miles and Alex Pincus. Maybe they don't have a name. So they have, like, just, like, a really trendy, like, aesthetic. Like, two of their restaurants are, like, on giant sailboats. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and when you go there, the waiters and waitresses are always dressed in, like, really cute sort of, like, French stripes and, like, mm-hmm. sort of, like, um, nautical, like, attire. And they made, yeah. like, a line of sweatshirts and shirts that are, like, mm-hmm. so trendy and cute that um, anyone could make these. But it, like, looks like their brand and it's, like, such a great smart thing I thought so they sent this out so you could like buy these sweatshirts and it like you know supports them and Mm -hmm. like for people who maybe don't want to like aren't in New York and can't like order takeout I'm sure they don't even have takeout because they're like on boats like I thought that was like really smart and interesting I've also been thinking like this is from a content and community perspective like not Mm -hmm. necessarily the harsh realities that like bartenders and like restaurant employees aren't like working right now but if you're like a restaurant or bar owner like you could sort of host virtual happy hours maybe with your like regulars or something like that yeah or like do like cocktail making classes on instagram live or like Mm -hmm. cooking like david chang could be doing like cooking shows on instagram live or something like that like just to keep that connection going because the thing is when this when the dust settles, like, these places will open again. And that's, I think, the case for a lot of these, you know, businesses. Like, it's not like they're going to go away because of this, for the most part. Um, there's going to be, like, a surge. Like, people are going to want to connect in person more than ever once this is mm-hmm. over. And mm-hmm. I think there's going to be, like, a huge boom in opportunity. So, like, keeping that connection alive with your audience is important during this time. I think so too and it's like not to trivialize it because there's like all like something someone was telling me the other day is how like people are buying gift certificates to restaurants and like mm-hmm. those restaurants then have to like claim that is income which could complicate things um depending mm-hmm. on like what kind of like small business loans or like what the stimulus packages are like there's so many like complications which is why other people like Rachel Liverman at Globar launched, like, a GoFundMe to help raise money for her estheticians. That's, like, totally – it's not income for Globar. You know what I mean? It's, like, a fund for those employees. So there's, like, very specific ways that people, you know, actually, like, paying the restaurant itself might actually not be the best way to help them. But, like, I think to your point, some of these, like, restaurant groups – that have a strong brand or a bar that's, like, been in New York for a long time that, like, um, I think you're totally right. It's, like, keeping top of mind for people, Mm -hmm. like, does matter. Like, once you've worked through the more important things, like, how are you going to, like, support your staff and, you know, Mm -hmm. all that stuff. Like, I do think that matters. Like, so I think 
finding physical things you can sell is like really interesting. Mm -hmm. I think like to your point, like hosting like either a course or like I was thinking like a cute thing someone could do is like, you, you know how sometimes you go to like old school like bars and they have like bulletin boards on in their restaurant or their bar of like pictures people have like taken at yeah. there. Uh-huh. I was sort of thinking this would be a cute time like to share content like that. Yeah. Like just remind it makes people feel happy I think to remember mm-hmm. like fun times like at your and like with Instagram makes it so easy because you can like tag yeah photos that like happen there. I, um, I was thinking I was watching a wedding video this morning that's from the Penny Farthing in New York, which is oh just like a place I remember going. <laughs> that's so and funny. I said to our editor, Katie, I'm like, you should tag them on Instagram. Like this could yeah. be a cute thing they could share right now, which like gave me that idea. I like love maybe that. doing a call out, like send us all your pictures and cute stories that have like happened in our space. Yeah. Cause I think people are looking for like that feel good, like content right now. Yeah. Or even, like, if you're a brand who wouldn't necessarily, like, regram UGC, like, look at the geotag of your location and, like, go through all of that content. And it might make people feel happy to, like, see that and to be reminded of their, like, favorite places. Um, So just, like, these little things that sound, like, you might be a restaurant owner listening to this and being, like, this is so trivial on my list of concerns. But, like, Mm -hmm. once you get over those really difficult humps, like then what? So this is sort of like the then what? Um, and if anyone's like struggling with this stuff, like DM us, like we're happy to like brainstorm with you. But Mm -hmm. like those were, I, the grand banks thing was sort of like one of the best things I had seen. Um, and I've seen a lot of people like pivoting to like care packages. Um, I saw like Giftwell, who's someone that we work with at Love Story CB, who is at our Kleinfeld event. And I think she normally does like very specific gifting around weddings and has Mm -hmm. sort of like pivoted it to like, um, just like feel good care packages. And I saw by Pensa doing the same thing. Who's like a wedding caterer mm-hmm. and they're doing like, um, cookies that are like to cheer people I saw up. Those. That was um, so yeah. I, I just think like all that creativity is smart right now. You know, it's like everybody yeah. has to sort of like pivot a little bit. Yeah. We've said it before and we'll say it again. Dash Hudson is the best social tool out there. If you are working for a brand or a publisher and you want to understand your social media data, you need to get Dash Hudson, okay? So they have been so generous to share with all of y'all free access to 12 of their industry benchmarks. So this is a really, really important deep dive into Instagram data of over 1,500 leading brands. They've done the work to help you determine the most important Instagram KPIs across 12 different industries, whether you're in beauty, retail, travel, food, publishing, even financial services, they've got you covered with in-depth, detailed analysis of KPIs, what they are, why you need to track them, and who the leaders are in terms of engagement, growth, organic reach, and effectiveness across nearly every single industry. So the way that you can get this is by going to dashhudson.com slash do you follow You'll get access to 12 industry benchmarks and you'll be an even better social marketer than you already are from listening to this podcast. You already know we're obsessed with Dash Hudson and what they do, and we're excited that they have teamed up with us to bring you these industry benchmarks. So head over to dashhudson.com slash do you follow to get access to 12 industry benchmarks and you can become the world's best social marketer. Easy as that. Should we, um, like, play some games? Yeah. 
Let's do roulette, but for stories, because I feel like stories yeah. are where people yeah. are making content during this time. It's like 100%. less about the feed. Okay, yeah. let's do saves first. Okay, I have a good one. Have you okay. seen Tiger King on Netflix? No, but it's all anybody's talking about. Would I okay. like it? It was really, like, stressful for me to watch because none of the people on that, like, they're all, like, terrible people. So it was hard for okay. me to like the characters even yeah. though they're real people. It's wild. Like, the story's absolutely insane. Like, you should watch it, I guess, eventually, just because it's, like, part of the pop greater culture. pop culture yeah. right now. And, like, if we have Halloween, people will definitely dress up as this, the, like, the main guy. But Chloe Feynman, her Instagram is Chloe is Crazy. I've been talking about her forever. She, I discovered her on Instagram, like, two years ago, and she's a comedian and is now on SNL. She does amazing impressions, and she did an impression of one of the characters, Carol Baskin, on Tiger King. And it is so spot on. It's, like, not even funny. And she's also, like, obsessed with wigs. So she's, like, wearing this big wig. And it, her impression is just so good. So I saved that because it made me laugh. <laughs> she's hilarious. She's a good one to follow, like, during these times. She also does a great impression of... Um, Giannina from Love is Blind. Have you watched Love is Blind yet, Rachel? No, and Katie um, Cordman keeps slacking us because she wants to do a post about Love is Blind, and I was like, yeah. someone else has to like yeah. work with you on this. Like, I am the only one <laughs> who hasn't seen it. We should definitely do it. Um, yeah. It's also just funny because that whole show is about like falling in love through like a wall when you can't see the person, which is like actually our reality right now. <laughs> I feel like I would like it. I just like haven't watched it yet. It, yeah, you should. It's a good like. Folding the laundry show. What is your save? Well, should I do my Twitter saves or should I do like yeah, my do Insta- Twitter save. or should I do an Instagram save? Do a Twitter save because we should tell people about Twitter bookmark. Okay, so here's the thing. I used to use Instapaper a lot. Do you ever use Instapaper so that I you don't. could like go back and read something later? And I used to be like really. Like, basically, I get all these newsletters. It's, like, during the workday, I don't have time to read them. So I would save certain links to Instapaper and then, like, read them later. Mm-hmm. And now that, like, I don't take the – even before this, like, I don't take the subway anymore because I walk to work. And just, like, the baby, like, I don't read as much as I used to. So my Instapaper is, like – I haven't yeah. been in there a long time. So I started saving – now it's, like, I'll see a tweet and I feel like I don't even have time to read the tweet. Yeah. Which is so crazy. <laughs> so I'll like bookmark it and sometimes I'll like come back to them. Okay. So yeah. I bookmarked a, a story about like the grocery store. People were still going to the grocery store. It was the only thing they were allowed to do and people were getting sick at the grocery store. And so I bookmarked it to like send to my family being like, yeah, you have to start ordering. Um, yeah. All the, all the thoughts of a dog content under the pandemic is so amazing. It's so good. It makes me so happy. <laughs> The human has been working from home the last couple days, and every so often they let me participate in the video calls. All the other humans cheer when they see me. I'm the only thing holding their company together. I mean, it's so oh funny. Oh, my God. True. There's um, me, so. <laughs> holding us oh, together. He's so happy. Oh, I saved all Steph Corey's tweets about the Outdoor Voices um, article oh, when she was saying that, like, 4000 a year on scent management at a store location – that's presumably generating millions of dollars in annual revenue is just not unusual. Like, she was right, I think, about a lot of that stuff about that story. Like, yeah. I think it was reported. Poor poor reporting. Yeah. Oh, BuzzFeed, it's time to admit how ridiculous that Jacob and Renesmee twist in Twilight was. I read this whole article. 
<laughs> this is the kind of stuff that, like, I actually read. Yeah. Anyway, I could keep going, but these are, like, my Twitter bookmarks. That's good. Should we play roulette? Yeah. Okay, we're going to do Instagram stories roulette. You say a number. Let's do seven. But can I just say something? Yeah. I feel like what we should actually say, if we scroll backwards, it's going to be mean it's if we don't watch. Oh, that's true. So like we maybe should we should just say what the first, first screen. Like what's in your watch all box? Like I have four in my box. What's in the first four on the watch all yeah. box? Yeah. Okay. They're you all my first. friends. These are four people that I never, I feel like I don't look at that much, so I'm so really? surprised. But yeah, go weird. ahead. This is weird. I know. Okay. Weird. I'm going to do my friend Maridel Reyes. She's my first one. Okay. Um, okay. So Maridel, you know Maridel. She's a writer. She's been like yeah. working from home for basically the past like 10 years because she's a freelance writer. Um, so it's like not that different for her, but her husband he works in finance and he's like going crazy. <laughs> so she's, oh she's doing like a ton of workout classes at home. And she did, she posted in her stories, quarantine day 14. Time is just a construct. Tim, her husband is getting used to me doing the class while with headphones and sobbing while doing burpees and bridges. By the end of this, I'm determined to make him do the workout with me. Have you heard about the class? I think I've told you about it. You would hate it. Yeah. It's what like one it? of these workout classes where, you like yell and scream and people oh, like cry yeah, during it. it. Yeah. <laughs> and Maridel told me about it and I went with her once and it was like so intense, but she's doing it like virtually now. Um, and she's like, like her husband is in the room next to her. That's <laughs> so She's trying funny. to get him to do it with her by the end of quarantine. <laughs> Mine are random. So first is like a food editor, Lolly Music. I have, Never look at food content. Also in my top ones are um, Angela Garbus, who wrote one of my favorite books ever, Like a Mother. Yes. I read it before I was even pregnant, but she's the one who, like, talks all about, like, breastfeeding and I how, think like, I gave like it lost to wages. My, yeah, it's I think so I good. sent it to my friend Susan when she was pregnant. Women should just read this book, A Feminist Journey Through the Science and Culture of Pregnancy. So I was following her a lot when I was pregnant. So that's why she's, but I haven't seen her in a long time. And then Danny Joe, who like, obviously I just think mm-hmm. they're like so cute. And I mean, all their stuff is just so good and cool. I'm obsessed yeah. With mm-hmm. um, but it's interesting because these are not people whose content I, maybe I've like already flipped through all my like top people today or something. Yeah. So what else can we tell people? Because I keep forgetting this is also the podcast, not just a live. So yeah. <laughs> send us your questions always all of your social media marketing questions Mm -hmm. but particularly as things relate to um you know marketing in the time of corona like we want to help um yeah we're happy to do like an account review or help you solve like a specific problem Mm -hmm. or give you like a shout out in as like our follow like tell us if you're doing something cool let's actually start doing that like we should shout out a brand or person who we think I mean we always do this with do you follow but like especially now I feel like supporting those small businesses who like need it right now I think is such a good thing to do yeah 100 I mean I'm gonna say glow bar which we've talked yeah. about before but I think Rachel Liverman who's the founder she's our friend she's doing such a like it's so hard like she started this business eight yeah. months ago a skincare like you know place that you go to get facials and she's had to like really change everything and she's just handling it in such a good way yeah Um, I agree so go check out Glowbar and Rachelista 
Okay, everybody. All right. We'll be back next week. Yes, we will. Stay safe. Wash your hands. Stay safe. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Do You Follow Podcast, a podcast on social media, digital, and influencer marketing. We are always wanting to hear from you. So if you have a question that you want answered on an upcoming episode, email us at doyoufollowpodcast at gmail.com. Or you can Instagram DM us at jdelphine and at Rachel Jo Silver. We want to hear from you. So we want to feature your questions on an upcoming episode. And if you want us to do an Instagram audit of your account, your business's account, we are happy to do that as well. So just include your question and all the details and we will feature you on an upcoming episode. And if you like the podcast, we would also love your kudos and appreciation. So please leave us a review and rate us in Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. And thanks for listening. We'll see you guys next time. Bye.